right. So this is the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We got Adam. We got Gabe. How we doing, guys? Woo-woo. What's up, man? Good. What it do, baby? What it do, baby? This is week nine. Uh, Week nine is in the books, but we have a very special guest with us today as this is the this next week is Veterans Day. We thought we might bring a veteran in of our own. So we have E4, Mr. Engineer, Benjamin. I'm not going to put your middle name like that out. <laughs> Pat. <laughs> That's me. Oh, boy. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Me and Ben go way back. Back in diapers, man. Dude, Jeez. back back in all the way. We went to preschool together. We grew up together. Uh-huh. Man, it's been it's been a... It's been a wild ride. Absolutely. But, man, this man in the Army, this man's a vet, served our country, and we are forever grateful for that. But as we always do for our guests, if you were a turtle, Benjamin, what occupation would you have? Benjamin. Definitely a, a surf instructor. Like, I would teach people how to surf. <laughs> Okay. Surf for sure, instructor. for sure. Oh, like uh, why, why a surf instructor? <laughs> Turtles spend a lot of time in the in the ocean in the water, and I feel like they know the waves very well, and I think they could teach that very well. And too, they would get so. around faster. Yeah, too. I honestly was about to ask the question of can turtles swim, but. <laughs> they can. They're actually very good swimmers. If you ever look, that at was going to be not a great question yeah. by me. So he's teaching our future. So Ben, <laughs> yes. Hey, but social studies, not <laughs> science. People, you don't need to have a science degree to know ben. turtle swim. <laughs> <laughs> People ask me all the time why I chose history and to be a teacher, and I tell them I was bad at everything else. <laughs> so Ben, as you were in the army, give us some of your top army stories your go-to's so it was it was the the eighth or ninth week in basic and it was hot it was like beginning of september or maybe maybe like the middle of september and we were that was the day we were at the grenade range and that's when you got to like throw grenades and mess around with the kind of explosives and whatnot so <laughs> it was a very hot day and all of us were basically lazy that day and you don't you don't do that in the army you're not lazy and we were all kind of dragging around, like being really slow. And our drill sergeants did not like that at all. And we were getting smoked everywhere we went. So it's, when you get smoked, it's like, imagine just being constantly sweating and always doing push-ups. Hmm. No matter where, no matter where you go, you always you're doing push-ups. You're running about ten meters or so, and then drop into like a hundred push-ups or whatever. So a hundred? That on a on a good day. A hundred. Now. Now we get we get back five. we get back to like our barracks or whatever and the smoking continues like we're all drenched it's it's like nine at night and we're supposed to go to bed at this time we none of us have had showers or anything and we were all exhausted and I'm standing and I'm facing forward I, I'm out of tension our drill sergeants are screaming at us and uh, my buddy my bunkmate uh, Daniel he looks at me and goes I'm, I'm not okay and I was like what do you mean you're not okay like are you gonna throw up or something and the next thing I heard was a little trickle, a little trickling noise. This man, I promise to you, peed his pants. <laughs> I, promise, I promise you. But it was, it was, it was one of those things. <laughs> you just hear a I, trickling noise. I, it's a, it was a trickling. I don't know how, how else I could describe it. It was just like, a, 
<laughs> and then it just that was be, really it was funny. just it was just it came when it when it happened I like I glanced over at him and then I was like oh shit and I glanced like uh, forward and all our drills started started like roasting this man it was he be like he became like the the talk of the whole town Dude, for was like it, was it like a, boy. Yeah. yeah I was about to say yeah. was it like like middle school of like everybody from then on just called him PP boy or no 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 so <laughs> this is, man. this is like this is where like I knew I was maturing. Was because uh, obviously we go, I go to I went to basic with a lot of like not only high school graduates but a lot of guys that like lost their job and mm-hmm. didn't have anything else to like go for. So he after like everything happened like the night's over and everything we all like helped him clean it up and like hey are you okay like are you good and like we didn't talk about it at all. None of us made fun of him. It was nipped in the bud real quick. But the drill sergeants had plenty of fun with it. But. I mean, we were like, nah, it, but it's it happened. It's over. Whatever. Dude, y'all are better adults than I am. Y'all help, y'all help clean this man's pee, dude. I'm he was, sorry, I, no I matter was, who it is, he was, sitting, he was sitting on his bed and he was like, like hyperventilating, like crying. We're like, dude, don't worry about it. It's okay. Like, he, it's fine. Don't worry. We'll, we'll never talk about it ever again. But like, at the when we graduated, we were like, you know, we were kind of cracked the joke. Like, I remember when you know Daniel yeah. did this, and like, other than <laughs> yeah. that, like, we never. Made fun of him for it. We never did anything. It was just kind of one of those things that happened. Dude, I, hey man, dude, more power to y'all. Do you, do you have any like stories of like y'all going into any places or anything like that? I went to Romania. Oh, Romania, that's a, dude. Romania. What's that's Romania a, like? Lots of. It's kind of like the Appalachian Mountains. Is it but, really? But a little bit bigger. But a little bit bigger. There's villages all over the place. The water is sketchy. The people are very nice. Really nice people. Um, we we were uh, building on our our bridge near uh the lake or like river or whatever there was some people that would drive by like little like hon like kias or like hondas or whatever and they would like give us like dr peppers and cokes and because it was hot oh so, yeah oh, they man. would give us this one guy brought me like a hot dog i had no i, I didn't <laughs> understand him at all he could have laced it with whatever but i, I was like all right cool but what do romanian the, people look like skinny they're skinny, skinny. they're they're kind of tall the women are beautiful the but are everybody they, like look Russian, like white, Middle Eastern looking. They kind of look Hispanic. Really? They kinda look, okay. They kind of they kinda look Hispanic. They kind of look. They kind. Imagine like an Hispanic and a Russian, kind of like a mix. And they're they're very nice. They're very they're very kind. And uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed Romania. That was a cool place. Dude, D- Romania sounds like a cool man. Cool place, man. Um, we're but we're so glad to have you on the show. Thank we're you. we're grateful that you served our country. Um, we're we're grateful that you didn't have to make that ultimate sacrifice, but you were you were willing to, um, and that's something that is always appreciated. But week nine is in the books, boys. It was the week of upsets. Twice. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. We got Packers. You're thinking seven and one going in against. The Chargers, who were not playing too well, and the Packers look like garbage. The the Chargers whooped that head, dude. They did. But do you think, Adam, do you think that it was the Packers not playing well, or do you think that it was the Chargers playing? No, I think it was the Packers not playing well. And maybe a little bit of the Chargers finally figuring out, like, hey, guys, like, we at one point we were, like, the number one seed in the AFC last year. We 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 were going to be able to beat the Chiefs. We beat the Chiefs like late in the year. We beat the Steelers late in, late in the year. They they're figuring out that they're not just the bottom of the barrel team. They're the Chargers. Yeah, and I think that I mean to me, Melvin Gordon is the key to their success. I mean, when Melvin Gordon gets going, everybody else gets going. Um, I think that Phil Rivers is kind of seen as the heart and soul of that 
of that place. Um, you got a pretty good defense, um, but when Melvin Gordon gets going, we saw that they put 26, 28 points up this week. They, they look good, um, and I think Melvin Gordon with his two scores definitely helped that out. And speaking of Phil Rivers, Phil Rivers, he brought his kid up, like, I guess the youngest, eight months. Eight months. Phil Rivers, like, man, my man's producing, man. I felt like, you know. <laughs> Not producing in a football he, sense. He's, he's an OG, producing. though. He is an OG. He, he like, is all one woman, which she's real MVP. She's had, like, I remember, Isn't it I think, like, like 10? 20, 2013, 2015, I think 2013 or 2015, through those two years, I know they had, like, nine nine kids because I remember they had, like, walked in, like, like a like an elementary line, like, into the press conference and, like, sat in a chair for them. And they live <laughs> on a ranch. each other's hands. Yeah, and they live on a ranch. Uh, I, I don't know what ranch and what town. Or I think they live on a ranch in Texas, and they, they all help on the ranch. And, I mean. So, Phil Burvers has nine kids. I think he has eight kids now. He had nine kids in 2013. gum. He has eight kids now? No, I'm sorry. He has ten kids now because he just had the eight months. Oh. Yo, I, I thought we were about to go some way, someplace very dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah my bad. He, had, he had nine in 2013, and he has eight now. <laughs> Yikes. Ooh, yeah. And you said the kids, youngest you know, uh, is nine months old. Yeah. Well, yeah. County, so, I mean, I'm digging, man. One wife. I kids. think it's one of those things, though, where you have – if you have that many kids, like the kids – don't know what their mom looks like not pregnant <laughs> because Bro, like yeah because i'm sh- like phil rivers is what about 35 36 yeah 36 I and think. so i think that his wife would probably be about that age 35 36 so that's a lot of time pregnant yeah. but i mean he's doing this during the football season like can you imagine like he retires and they have nothing to do <laughs> they have nothing <laughs> to do uh but yeah i mean Phil Rivers, we'll, I mean, we'll see if they can make a comeback. I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. Great mm. win against the Packers, though. Phil Rivers, Hall of Famer? Mm. That's debatable. I, I don't know. It's, I think it's hard to put a quarterback in the Hall of Fame without without a ring. Ooh. Is Dan I mean, Marino it, in? I mean, yeah, Dan Marino's in. Then I think if Dan Marino's in, I think Philip should be in. I don't think that Dan Marino had the the, or I don't think Philip has the same kind of efficiency productivity that Dan yeah. Marino did. But I think that Philip Rivers, in my opinion, is still top fifteen quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Oh. I mean, I think you can still be an MVP or not not an MVP, but a Hall, Hall of, of Famer. Famer without having a Super Bowl ring. I think it's possible, but I think it's very rare. And I think the the era in which he has come up in, the Peyton Manning, the Drew Brees, the Tom Brady era yeah, he, of quarterbacks has kind of – like if you go to the t- early 2000s, um, I think that he's better than Kurt Warner. Um, for sure. Yeah. I think that sure. – you don't think he's better than Kurt Warner? No. But that whatever. That, that's a t- t- topic for another day. Another day. Uh, well, this is going to be our poll of the week. Is, is Phil Rivers – a Hall of Famer. You can be the judge of that. But the next the next one, I mean, dude, you want to talk about balling out? Lamar Jackson. Balling out. Yeah. Balling like, all the way out. Dude, this man has way. over 570 yards rushing. Mm. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, it is. And he just he's playing very well. Um, like, 
like John Harbaugh has definitely like grow Greg Romania their um I'm sorry, Greg Roman, their offensive coordinator, has definitely made that offense surrounding Lamar Jackson, and they're getting the running game started, and I think that's amazing. He hasn't, he didn't throw any deep passes against the Patriots. Like, we threw a couple, but not really. He threw, like, 10, 11 yards, like, the deepest pass he threw. But he, his passing game is getting there, and that's something – I like the progression. But you talk about the passing game. I also really like – your former saint, Mark Ingram. Um, I think that they very much complement one another. Um, Mark Ingram is still a top ten back, um, mm-hmm. and I think that he he's opening up possibilities for the passing game, but also for Lamar running the ball. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because Mark Ingram is not a one-way player. He can catch and he can run as well. So I think that yeah. that's huge. And they're both former Heisman Trophy winners. So. Ooh, there is a Heisman Trophy winning back up, I mean, backfield. But dude, dropping yeah. knowledge. But, dude, let's talk about how there's no – well, we thought the Dolphins were going to be 0-16, but they're not the, 0 and, they're not the team that ha- hasn't won a game yet. They beat the Jets they and they the embarrassed Jets. them. Like they did. They just flat out, like dude, just embarrassed them. If you're a Jets them. fan, dude, it's you rough. Have to feel it's bad. It's a rough like, life. Be, man. But also, I, t- I went on this program and like, dude, Fitz Magic, dude, Fitz Magic is gonna dude. mess around and yeah. get you, win y'all three <laughs> games, and then you're gonna be <laughs> number six pick in the draft. But what were you saying, buddy? I'm sorry. Like if if you allow a Dolphins receiver to have a one handed catch on you. That's how you know it's bad. Like, but Devontae Parker, he's been he's one of the most underrated receivers. He's yeah. he's a big time receiver. I know the Saints. We tried to draft for him. Uh, draft for him. We tried to trade for him a couple times to see if he can be like a second receiver on the other side of Michael Thomas. The trade never got done. But he he's a decent receiver. He he hasn't really had a good quarterback to throw him the ball. Really, you know, he had Ryan Tannehill. And now he has Josh Rosen and Ryan Fitzpatrick. But he's a big time receiver, and he. He has potential to be a big star, but I don't think he, I don't think he can be able to do it in Dallas. I mean Dallas and Miami. But going to the Jets, like they got to do something about um, Adam Gase, like his coaching. You talking about crazy eyes, crazy yeah, eyes. Like Adam, the, crazy eyes. His coaching, like he has Le'Veon Bell, who's coming off an injury, but it's still Le'Veon Bell. He's got Sam Darnold, who he thought was gonna have a big year, but he has ten interceptions the past five games. I mean, and. And the Jets brought in Adam Gase for one reason only. They wanted him to develop Sam Darnold to be the franchise quarterback. And that's not being done. So, you know, any any job in America, if you don't if you're not doing what we tell you what we brought you in to do, then you got to go. And I think it's time to fire him. I don't really believe in firing first year head coaches or whatever like that for a team, but I think it's time for him to go. Yeah, I think I mean I think the I think the Jets I think the Jets and the Dolphins should try to, like, just lose out, honestly. Clean because, house? Uh, well, I think they are going to clean ha- house in the – Well, the, s- Dolph- the Dolphins basically have clean house. There's nobody <laughs> – But no I think will. he's talking about in this the coaching staff type idea. But, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the Dolphins might do both. Clean well, house and players they, and then – Brian Flores, I think they really like him. I think they think he's, like, the future. So, I don't think he's going to leave. I think he's going to – I think he's going to – Go along with this rebuilding process with the Dolphins. I don't think his job's on the line. I don't think he. I don't think his job's on the line. I don't think. I don't think they're thinking about firing him. 
I think he's going to be there for the long run. Now, I don't know who their quarterback is going to be next year because Josh Rosen not looking like he's going to be it. And Ryan Fitzpatrick not, not going to take you anywhere. So, Yeah. No, I don't want anybody to sleep on the Bills. The Bills? I, I, love, I, I enjoy Hot it. I, I think this team is so much fun to watch, personally. Josh Allen has just so much potential. I think their defense is great. I, they're just a fun team to watch, honestly. I mean, I love watching them. Their fans are hilarious. Crazy. They're to crazy. Watch. Dude, we need Dude, can we please just take a trip one when we get big and famous and people look on this episode, we we have to go visit the Bills Mafia. The Bills. And Bills. then yeah. just like and just they I'll go deep. I'll go be put through a table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Already, why not? I, already, just, already, I did it. I already, I already belong to a family, the Huda Nation, and we don't go to other families. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, they're not no. families. They're a mafia. <laughs> Different. Family, mafia, same thing. Same thing. Um, but like to like piggyback <laughs> off Ben said, I you know I I always if there's a if we started if we started over, I would start my franchise with Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. Their defense. Number two last year, mm-hmm. people didn't really know about it. They're really, really young, so they're yeah. gonna, I think they're going to be really, really good for a really long time. I think they're the heir to the AFC East. Um, but I, I mean, like right now, the Jets and the Bills, not Jets and Bills, the Jets and the Dolphins, they're not looking like it. So, no. and I think, I think the Ravens exposed the Ravens, the Ravens, the Ravens exposed the Patriots a little bit this past Sunday. So I think the Bills are going to come on and play and. I'm not saying they're going to win it this year, but maybe next year and the year after that. Yeah. Uh, do you think – so are you saying that, like, out of the f- first and second-year quarterbacks, are you starting your franchise with Josh yeah, Allen? Yeah, yeah. Remember we, mm-hmm. talk, we talked about this, like, episode I think, four or five? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah four or yeah. five. Josh Allen, the guy, he had a little bit issue with his accuracy. Mm-hmm. But He's got I a big he arm. On that. He has a, that's what I love. Big arms. Do you do you think that Josh Rosen can be really good? Because I love Josh Rosen. I think he can. He like we said. He we always say this. Like he just hasn't been put in a position with a good team to work with. I mean, he was with Arizona, but he just had Larry Fitzgerald there, and now he's with the Dolphins, who's arguably the worst team in the NFL. So he hasn't had much to work with in his career. But the Redskins haven't won a game yet, so. They won, yeah. They won. They, they did. They beat. They beat oh. the Dolphins. Yeah, they beat the yeah. Dolphins in. The, it oh, was like I'm the a, suck. I'm, fest. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the suck fest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Josh Rosen, like, like you said, he hasn't been in a stable franchise, a stable offense, a stable anything to do anything, and I, I, I hate it for him because I like Josh Rosen. I thought he was a great quarterback coming out of UCLA. I think, um, you know, the the Cardinals traded up for him, so. Uh, you know he has he went for a second round pick, which is a high pick in the league, and I think I think if you get some stability around him, he'll be a good quarterback in the mm-hmm. future. Yeah, Bruh, for sure. One, T's and P's to Cam Newton. T's and P's to Cam Newton. He's gone for Cam. the season. Deuces. Dang, man. Coming, coming from a Panther fan, I'm enjoying watching Kyle Allen. I'm enjoying watching him progress. So when Cam comes back next season. Kyle Allen's the guy. I hope. I hope. I I like Kyle Allen. I think he's got a lot of potential. Cam, I think, has been inaccurate. He hasn't been playing like himself. I think for the last few seasons, 
But just I don't know. I'm over. I'm over Cam. I'm over watching him. I'm ready to for something new. And Kyle Allen's that guy. I like. I like him. I like him a lot. I think that North Turner didn't realize how good Christian McCaffrey actually was, mm-hmm. and they relied on Cam way too much. And that, like, I mean, him being six five, two sixty, like that's gonna take a toll with him running a lot and taking all those hits. So I like they should have relied on Christian McCaffrey a lot mm-hmm. more. And now they're seeing, like, the results of it. Like, yeah. I heard D'Angelo Williams saying, like, what they're asking Kyle Allen to do, they should have asked Cam to do. Granted, Cam probably can't make some of those throws or make those accurate throws like that. But, like, he shouldn't have been asked to do that much with that offense and that talent yeah. that he had in the backfield. So, say, for instance, uh, so say for instance, next season you got a fully healthy Cam, got a fully healthy Kyle Allen. And say, for instance, they roll with Cam. What do you think that his role should be? Should it be a kind of game came preventer, like not to lose games, kind of like because Kyle Allen is not. We we went on this show a couple of weeks ago. Kyle Allen is not winning them games. He's just protecting the ball enough not to lose them games. So what should Cam do next year? He should utilize Christian McCaffrey more. I don't. I haven't seen anybody use. C-Mac as much as Kyle Allen. I don't think Cam Newton really did. And now they got DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Kyle Allen, like, uses those guys. Although, I will say, Cam threw the ball to Greg Olson a lot more than Kyle Allen has. But then again, Greg Olson's been having kind of like a quieter season than normal, which is kind of concerning coming from a Panther fan because I love me some Greg Olson. Greg Olson's amazing, but, dude, the, the problem with Greg Olson and the problem with, like, he has Gronk syndrome of, like, Greg Olson can be dominant, but Greg Olson also gets hurt like mm-hmm. every other week. Yeah. And it's like, Greg, if you're just not hurt, you can be one of the best tight ends in the league, but we can't keep counting on you to be yeah. to be productive if you're always hurt. Definitely definitely. I I think though I think that I watched that first game against Cam against the Rams and he did use Christian McCaffrey more than he did the first year. Um Christian McCaffrey. I don't know. I think that I think if Cam comes back, I think Kyle Allen, I think you need to start Cam. Cam's your franchise quarterback. He's one year MVP. He took you to the Super Bowl. He's took you to the play, he took you to the playoffs, and we they've won they've won playoff games with Cam. Yeah, He's I th- first overall pick, and believe it or not, guys, Cam started another chapter of the Panthers. He turned the Panthers around. That's you know, true. Yeah, like I'll they, agree to that. Like, you know, they went from they went from. In 2003, you know, they went to the Super Bowl. They lost to the Patriots with Jake Home. Jake Home didn't do anything after that. And no. Like, no. And, you know, they were kind of just, like, mediocre until Cam got there. And, yeah, it took Cam to get Luke Keekley and Kwan Shorts and Josh Norman and, and all of But Cam still won an MVP, you know, with not really a lot of not, – not decent rec- with decent receivers, not great receivers. No. I think Cam still – the quarterback Charlotte loves Cam. True. So, True. Kyle Allen, he I think, I think these guys, I think Kyle, I think football is such a competitive sport that people are like, all oh, these backups, they can be starters now. Like, no backups are backups. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> is back on the bench because our franchise quarterback is back. Drew Brees is back. I th- actually I was misinformed. I thought Nick Foles was gone all year. 
Nick Foles is yeah. starting this Sunday. Mm-hmm. I, that and, surprised me too. And Gardner yeah. Minshew is back on the bench because he's a backup quarterback. No, and I, I think, think I think Gardner Minshew has the potential to be great a starter quarterback. I think he's yeah. Yes, oh, potential, sure. but he's not. But he's the backup. That's what they signed him to be. If they didn't, if they thought he was going to be a starter or starting quarterback, they wouldn't have signed him to be a backup quarterback. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think the to me the difference between a Gardner Minshew compared to a Teddy Bridgewater or compared to a Kyle Allen is Drew Brees is the face of that franchise. You go to New Orleans and Drew Brees is seen as God. Um, Cam Newton, Cam Newton is the poster board for every Panthers place here. Yes. Now Nick Foles, Nick Foles. Uh, Super Bowl MVP, but Nick Foles for the most part has never really done anything in the regular season the to show yeah. to show that he is beyond the shadow of a doubt the starter. And so that's kind of why I think Garner Minshew. Um, I think that Garner Minshew should be the starter. Honestly, he brings mm-hmm. that swag. He brings that that Jaguars confidence that I think that they need. I feel like he's more diverse, mm-hmm. just in my opinion. Yeah, he, he's. I like him. I I like the short guy. You know, um, he's a short quarterback. He got a mustache. He got a nice little mustache. George, George, stash, bro. <laughs> Jockstrap. He's just different, and I like Dude, it. Dude, that's a ballsy move just to go around the locker room just in your jockstrap. Man, I'm, I'm <laughs> get it, ballsy. Get it. That that was that like that. Thanks, man. <laughs> that was, <laughs> then my man said, "I ain't worried. I ain't scared about nothing." He said, "I am not ashamed." <laughs> but no, uh, no, I think Nick Foles is gonna be starting quarterback. Um, I don't see the Jaguar doing anything with the Texans and the Colts. But, I don't know, Garner Michigan, maybe he gets traded next year to a t- another team, the Bears. Bears? Or uh, question Bears. Mark? Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. <laughs> um, or, you know, or, you know, people are saying that – people are saying that Teddy might go somewhere to start because we don't know what Drew Brees is going to do. Maybe he can come down to the Bayou. The Bayou. And, and, you know, and – be a be a small quarterback in the New Orleans Saints offense, so I think I think he does have the potential. But another thing is, we, these guys don't have any expectations to back up quarterbacks. So when we, they when they do well, we're like, oh, okay, we didn't expect this. We just thought they were going to do whatever. But yeah, as a Saints fan, would you rather have uh, Garner Minshew as the heir to the throne or Teddy Bridgewater water to the heir to the Drew Brees? Um, well, really, it's kind of hard because. Ooh. Really, it's kind of hard because I think I would rather have I think I would rather have Teddy just because Teddy knows the offense. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Teddy, which it's kind of hard to say Teddy knows the offense because there's not a set offense. Sean Payton changed the offense to who's the Four. quarterback and to whoever the quarterback is. So, yeah, I, I would go Teddy though. I like Teddy. So I came prepared for a few questions, and I'm curious to hear y'all's answer. I'm so, so excited for I'm, I'm going to ask Buddy first. Ooh. Would you rather see a clutch Hail Mary, clutch three-pointer, or a walk-off home run? That's a Ooh. good question. Because let me tell you what. I love a solid walk-off home run. Yeah. I have grown – because I'm a Cardinals fan, and being in the military, we went to St. Louis to watch some cards games, and a walk-off home runs – are awesome yeah. they are Dude, crazy like, I, I feel like a walk-off home run probably would like yeah in, in the audience like a clutch three like yeah like a walk-off home run i just feel like that's like the whole you everybody you gets in any, yeah. yeah i mean and like you just see the ball like go and then like the bat flip and then just yeah. 
Just because Yad- Yadier Molina did that back in 2018, Yadier. and it was <laughs> the Yad Master. So so <laughs> fun Yad Father. <laughs> One time, me and Jacob went to St. Louis to watch the Cubs and the Cardinals, and Yadier Molina had like, like his. Very he had like he went four for five with like. Two doubles and like yeah. five RBIs. We were like, Yachty, we did not know you were this good. But dude, I'm going with the Hail Mary, man. Really? Ooh. Like All right. I love. I'm right. a big baseball fan through and through. And I think that like Jose Batista when he hit that walk off home run in that uh, wild card game against the uh, Baltimore Orioles back in I think it was like 2015. Like that was amazing. Don't get me wrong, but. You got Aaron Rodgers or somebody who just like throws it up. Oh, like yeah. you got one second left. You got one shot, and you, the guy Heated comes down with can. it, oh, dude. Yeah. I and also stadiums are bigger than mm-hmm, yeah. like a football stadiums are bigger than baseball stadiums, yeah. and so just have like forty thousand people. The eruption that would yeah. just go off yeah. would be mind numbing. And like when the ball's in the air, like everybody's just quiet. Oh, dude, then, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say. Honestly, not because – I want to say a three-point shot and only because of one play. Steph of the Cheesecake Arena la- uh, a couple years ago, I think his first MVP season – MVP season. MVP season against the Thunder. Oh, and yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not, only because, not only because the crowd erupted, they didn't erupt. They got quiet. They were in the Cheesecake Factory. And, St- and Steph from like two or three feet from the half-court half court line just shoots it and makes it. And like – it was dead quiet in there. Yeah. Like, that's what I love. Yeah, I, I mean, that's you, you want to talk about – I'm sorry, Ben, but the Villanova shot over North Carolina. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to start <laughs> crying. Dude, I, I don't want to talk. <laughs> so, I was at I was at Chapel Hill, the final four game, and I saw them win. I didn't see them at live, but I was in Chapel Hill that game. And then me, Anthony, and Matt, we watched it at um, – it was like Boardwalk Billies or the Ale House or something. And I was like, if Villanova gets a shot, we're leaving. Yeah. And they yeah. made that shot, and we booked it out because there were so many, like, Tar Heel fans. It was it was crazy. All, although it kind of, there was a good turn of events the next season because we ended up winning. I'll never forget that because in the Army, you go through uh, field training exercises where you, like, stay out in the tent and you kind of train throughout the day. Mm-hmm. We were out in the field for about a month. And I remember the night of the 2017 national championship, I was in my tent, sitting on a cot, drenched in water, watching it over, with a towel over my head. Like, and I couldn't get that much signal. And I saw like the very last uh, um, shot or score or whatever when Justin Jackson mm. dunked it. That's the only thing I saw. And then I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? What's happening? And when I refreshed it, we won. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was so happy. Dude, you know, if like, my it game, was a good day. If my game cost would have been at Gonzaga in that. That season, we were going to be the national champion. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> shut up! Now I'm going to I'm going to ask my second question, and I'm I'm, I'm not this one. I think I know the answer for you, Jacob. Who would you Who are you more afraid of, or afraid of crossing, your mother or your father? Because I am I would never cross my mother ever. My There's mother, no way. Probably my mother, yeah. Who? I'm going to go with my dad, dude. Yeah, I, I was thinking I, that. Yeah. Like, no, I think. I think my mom super scary and su- like she'll throw shade all the time, but my dad will physically <laughs> get angry. <laughs> it's my mom probably, cause like really, my mom makes me feel bad about myself. Like yeah. she, like just what she the says. Guilt, like just- she, like my dad will just play around and just like bother me. But my mom, my mom knows how to make me like feel it like emotionally. So I'm gonna say my mom. Okay, shout out Miss Donhoff. <laughs> 
The third question is, oh, I am so curious. Do you guys think competitive gaming is a sport? Mm-hmm. I, a want y'all to think, I want y'all to think about this because I've asked a lot of people and I've got a lot of mixed answers. People will say it's, it is because you're working with a team, you're practicing, you have a schedule, you go to tournaments and blah, blah, blah. And some people say no, but I'm curious to see what y'all say. You know, you know, I'm glad you said that. So apparently they're having like the champions of champions for like Jeopardy or something like that. And so on the ESPN, the ESPN Snapchat, they put it on their thing. And I was like, so is Jeopardy a sport? So I was looking, I think we should look up the definition of a sport. Like what a sport <laughs> is. Because, yeah. Also for the Snapchat, did you get that answer right? Because I did. What is a marathon? Boom. But <laughs> I got it. Uh, um, so I personally don't think it is. Um, mm-hmm. And the re- the main reason why is, for me, a sport has to have some kind of physical activity. Um, an activity involving physical uh, exertion and skill in which an individual I have team. seen I have seen people I I watch competitive uh, Rainbow Six I like that's my game that I watch all the time these guys put in a lot of hours they put in a lot of reps and they get exhausted because they play up to twelve rounds and each round is about three minutes and you can do the math and you stay in there for like a half hour and it is exhausting watching these guys. And they put a lot of reps in, and they get exhausted doing that. And they, you know, reap the rewards when they're done. So, I personally, I think it's a sport. But, again, that's just me. They, they end up getting carpal tunnel. Hey, you'd be surprised. I know. I bet that they do get yeah. carpal tunnel. But, it's for me, it's just mm-hmm. like I, – I, I agree that there is – it's practice. And I think that I would consider it a le- – like – because to me, oh yikes, we're about to lose some fans here. To me, it's on the same wavelength of cheerleading. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, cheerleading is a sport though, because they put in a lot of they put in a lot of effort. I don't think that cheerleading like. No, I still think they because they practice and they lift each other and they work. I out. think competitive yeah. cheerleading is a sport. I don't think like this the cheerleading you see at a football game. I don't think that's a sport. Mm-hmm. Well, I know the cheerleaders. At my high school, well, our high school, they they work out because mm-hmm. they had the weight yeah. room occupied and they were in there lifting the bar. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> competitive, competitive gamers are either big or they're just really skinny. So that is there's, true. There, there's no in between. <laughs> no there really between. isn't. I mean, you got Doug Sensor Martin who plays professional Call of Duty and he's ripped. But other than that, all of them are either big or. A really skinny. I really did reason. not know this man watched professional that, gaming. That I I've always not. been. I've been into it just because, like, when Rainbow Six Siege came out, I was really into it, and then the Pro League came out. I've just always watched. I thought I think it's interesting competing for that big of a prize, and I've always yeah. considered it a sport. But that's just my personal opinion. Uh, but yeah, I was just curious to see what you guys would I say, dude. I, yeah, I'm. I'm so glad that you got like your. You, I'm so glad that you came in with questions because we don't get many questions. Um, Dia. DM us your questions and we'll answer them on the podcast. But yeah. so last week we went over the NFC championship or the NFC playoff preview. I want to kind of get your guys' takes on the AFC playoff preview. So one one through five or one through six, what's yours, Adam? The AFC, the AFC is not as strong as the NFC. So, True. But it's still kind of like we don't know who's going to do it. I think the first, I think the first like three seeds are kind of already locked up. 
I think that they might have different – everybody might have the different variations of the three, like one, two, three, but I think they are, yes. Um, my my other side, I had um, – I got Ravens winning the AFC. I think they're – All of it? I got all of it. Hmm. I got, okay. Ooh, I got, okay. I think their running game is going to evolve, 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 and I think we shut that running game. It's not going to be like last year where, oh, Lamar can't pass. Lamar can pass. Mm-hmm. He has receivers that can catch and tight ends. Yes. Great tight ends. Three good Nick, tight ends. Look, Hayden Hurst, Nick Boyle, and Mark Andrews are all really good tight ends. And Mark Mark Ingram, like you said. Uh, then I got then I got Patriots two, Chiefs three, I got Colts four, um, I got Bills five. I'm a Bills believer. Mm, yeah. I'm and I got Texans say. at number six. Okay. So Texans number six. Yeah, I see it. Mm-hmm. So for mine, I have the same three, but in a different or- order. I have uh, Patriots one. I think their defense is going to come back alive. I think Tom Brady can come come alive anytime he wants to. Um, the Chiefs two, um, and then I have Ravens three. I also I also believe in the Colts, but with the injury to J- Jacoby Brissett, I am kind of. I think Jacoby Brissett's going to be out for a little while. Yeah. Um. And so I'm going Texans four, Colts five. I think they'll sneak in as a wild card, and then number six, I got the Raiders. The Raiders. So I'm gonna, I, that's crazy. I, the Raiders. I, I honestly think that the Raiders could like yeah. they, the Raiders yeah. are. I think five and three, five and f- yes, the, uh, right. yeah. four and five. four. Four. Oh, no, no, yeah, that's right. right. Four and four, Dang. yep. Mm-hmm. All right. I, mean, I mean, they're playing pretty good. But I think I think the Raiders can do really well. Um, I th- I honestly have always been a big fran- fan of John Gruden, um, and so I think that he can bring them to the promised land. I don't think Derek Carr is good. Really? I'm going to just put that out there. Really? But, oh, wow. Okay. Um, I think that John Gruden is a very good quarterback – or co- very good quarterback guru-minded you coach. You talk about D.C. like that. D.C. <laughs> Dude. Derek Carr, no. What happened was Derek Carr was having an MVP caliber season, and then he got hurt, and he's never been the so same you know way since since then. <laughs> you know what's crazy is my my boss at Waffle House. She's a big Falcons fan, but she believes like she hates Bill Belichick, and she's very suspicious about everything. So she honestly believed that Bill Belichick somehow got to the got to the Colts defense and paid them to break Derek Carr's leg because. Derek Carr was going to beat the Patriots in the SC Championship that year. And I was like – and she went on for weeks about dude, this. Yeah, dude, Patriots haters, like, I'm not a Patriots fan by any means. Nah. But some of the, like, conspiracy scenarios that they come up with are Every day, hilarious. She'd be, like, well, she'd be like, Bill Belichick paid for them to break that boy leg. I was like, no. <laughs> there, there was something on Facebook that said uh, – I can't wait after 16 weeks to see who the New England Patriots beat in the Super Bowl or whatever. And I was like, man, I'm so – yeah, I'm by no means a Patriots fan either, but, like, Dang, I'm tired of seeing all the pictures and the memes and everything. Like, I want the Patriots to make the Super Bowl this year. So you can beat so them. You my can beat them. Beat them. I, I'd love to see it. I would love what, to see it. What about my 49ers? I'd love to see that, too. I think they, they're a – No, I, I don't mean, think, I don't think my 49ers are making it to the Super Bowl. Really? No. Dang. I, I just don't I think, think they're they – I don't think they have the sustained talent. I think that you ask me two, three years from now, Maybe, it, yeah. I, yeah. I think that mm-hmm. they'll be there and possibly win it. But as of right now, I think they're still a little bit too green. Yeah. Hmm. Well, for me, I got the Chiefs winning the AFC mm. just based on the fact that Pat Mahomes is probably going to come back – most likely going to come back this week. I think he's going to go off. I think he's going to lead them to a lot of wins. Um, I got the Patriots at number two, Texans at three, Ravens at four. 
Bills five and Colts at six. Okay, I like how we all have uh, three different AFCs. Yeah, I, I even if Jacoby, I don't see the Colts dropping out of the playoff race. I think they'll still sustain what they're doing enough to at least make the six. And Brian Horry doesn't suck. He doesn't suck. He's yeah. a, he's an okay quarterback. Ben, you got one. Benjamin? So for me, I'm going with Buffalo. I think those guys are gonna go very out of far. winning the AFC. Yes. I am a believer. Oh, my God. I am, God. A, I am go. a believer. Go. I am a believer in Josh Allen. Number two, <laughs> Baltimore. Three, New England. I'm saying them for my four, Houston. Five, probably the Colts, honestly. Because I think the Colts can be good when they want to be. Because when they don't want to be good, they suck. But, I mean, I believe in the Colts. I think they're going to go far. But my sixth one, I'm probably going to sit. No, nah, not the – Probably the Chiefs. Okay, okay, I think okay. the Chiefs are gonna go far. I think they're gonna bomb in the playoffs. I I think that I could see. Not, I don't see where the, you're coming from with the Bills, but I think the Chiefs. I think with the Chiefs, they could end up like squeaking in if Pat Mahomes doesn't come back fully yeah. healthy. Because I think that it could be a KD situation where, where they kind of rush him in, yeah, and true. then he might get hurt even okay, worse. Okay, all I gotta yeah. say is this: last week, Harris, uh, Harrison Buckner. Their kicker, the kicker, whatever. I'm probably saying his name. Dude, he he kicked the game-winning field goal, and Patrick Mahomes was jumping up and down yeah. with him. So <laughs> that's that leg, can't be that messed up. The man was the <laughs> first one on the field, jumping up and down. Dude, can you imagine commit? him tearing his ACL, or jumping so, up and down? So like, yeah. get out of here! No. That'd be terrible. <laughs> that would be Jeez horrible. Louise. So, I think. I mean, I think. Dude. I think. <laughs> Dude, this man put Bills as his number one seed. I just can't. Dude, he's our hot take guy. I like it. Dude, yeah. I, I like the confidence. Like it, man, I'm going yeah. with it, dude. I'm telling you. They're going to come out it. of nowhere. That you guys are going to be eating your words. <laughs> I'm like, I told Ta- you so. Talking about eating our words, all of us lost our lock of the week. I eat words. All of us lost our lock of the week. So last, so last week, um, so, so last week I had the Colts winning over the Steelers. That didn't happen. Then you had the Packers over the Chargers, buddy. That, that didn't, didn't happen. Did not happen at and then, all. And then Adam had the uh, 49ers, my team, covering that uh, ten point spread while the uh, while the 49ers did win. That didn't happen. Um, but I, I do kind of. We didn't talk about the 49ers game. Um, I do think that we. A win is still a win, no matter if it's by a hundred or yeah. by three. Up a point, yeah. But um, I think that the Cardinals look dominant in that game. They do. Kyler Murray is a great quarterback. I don't personally think he's got a lot of receivers to work with, besides Larry Fitzgerald, in my opinion. Although they are a well, very well put together team. Kyler Murray is quick. He's a he's fast. I think he is a great quarterback. But I thought the Cardinals were going to beat the 49ers, to be honest, because they have beat the uh, 49ers for the last eight years in a row. So I was thinking they were going to keep the streak, but the 49ers had other plans. So. And something I like about the 49ers, like, it seems like they've won in, like, you know, any type of situation. They won in the rain. They they won by the strength of their defense. This game, it was their offense. So, I mean, like, it, it's just, like, they're a very good, like, you and, know, just all around. And one opinion. thing, like I didn't, I wasn't impressed by their defense this week. But one person that I was impressed with was uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G had over 300 yards and four touchdowns, and more impressive to me, no interceptions. I like that. That that's rare. Yeah. Most of, 
Actually, I'm with Jacob. That's really the most impressive thing to me because Jimmy G and interceptions have been a thing, and I think if he's not throwing interceptions, I really, I really think that. that I thought that he was going to be the fall of the 49ers, but if he's not turning the ball over, then he won't be. Um, so my lock of the week this week. Oh, just for people who are keeping track, I'm five and three. Adam is five and three, and Buddy is two and six. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Buddy's two and six. Yeah, Buddy's two and six. Yeah. Oh, two and six. I thought you said six and two. My bad. <laughs> um, I have the Seahawks beating the 49ers. Then they're going to cover that six-point spread. I think I think that Russell Wilson, people are not giving him his credit. The man has 22 touchdowns. 22 touchdowns to one interception. Also, I believe he has four rushing touchdowns as well. Yeah. And he's doing it with a rookie receiver, a two small wide receiver, some no name, uh, some no name tight ends, no names running backs. Didn't they trade? Didn't they tr- like the Seahawks trade for a wide receiver? They got Josh Gordon. Well, they got picked That's up Josh. Who it they picked up Josh was. Gordon, but we're gonna, but we don't know how how injury he how in, what his True. situation with the injury is. The Seattle weed. He got, he got, <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro. What did what did Stephen A say? Stay off the weed. <laughs> but I think that I think that Russell Wilson, I think he can run around that deep with the line. Uh, I think that he's gonna win. I think he's gonna solidify his MVP. I think he's gonna solidify his MVP vote this week against the undefeated 49ers. I do think it's impressive that the Forty Niners are still undefeated. Last team to be undefeated. I'm not gonna say whoop whoop. Okay, don't say whoop whoop. whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, and then, yeah, number one in the power rankings. You know, I just want to say something about the power rankings. Um, the only reason that they didn't move my Saints up because we were on a bye week. Thank you very much. But why would they move your Saints up on a bye week? <laughs> no, that, 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 I mean, yeah, whatever. Um, so mine is going to be. I'm going with the Ravens. Um, the Ravens are playing the Bengals this week. It is a ten point spread, but Bengals haven't won a game. The Bengals. As Pat McAfee says, stink. <laughs> and I think that uh, I think the Ravens are going to cover that spread. I think honestly, it might be a blowout, like thirty-five nothing, per, twenty-eight. Nothing. I can't recall. Is Andy Dalton still their starting quarterback? No. Yes. No. No. Because no, uh, from NC State is their starting quarterback. Ah. Did how how did he perform last week? You know. That's how much the Bengals stink. Nobody cares. Yeah, I don't. Think, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. Hey, Shoot. NC State. The quarterback university of the nation. No, he. I think they were on. They were on a bye last week, guys. So no, they didn't play last week. Yeah, they were on a bye. So the red BB gun. The red BB. <laughs> red BB gun. So <laughs> crazy thing is Ryan Finley. We watched him a little bit because you know he played NC State. NC State's a big university here in, um, in North Carolina. He almost beat Clemson two years in a row. Yeah, and like he was like literally like as his kicker. If his kicker could hit anything that day, one year, he would have won. And then the next year, like, they were, like, on the goal line. They got stopped. So, yeah, I think I like Ryan, Ryan Finley. Gabe, who you got? I'm going to go with the Chargers over the Raiders by one. Hmm. Just because, like you said, it seemed like they figured the, them. The Chargers are one-point favorites or the Raiders are? Uh, the Chargers are. Okay. And like you said, uh, Adam said, like, it looks like they figured themselves out. Melvin Gordon is the key. I think they know that, and they're going to continue doing that against the Raiders. So I think 
they can beat them by at least one. Yeah, that should be interesting. Uh, so, Mr. Patton, Mr. Big the, get, the guest pick is one and one. So, you can either put us in the win or in the losing column. So, what, what are we going with? Minnesota is going to beat Dallas, in Ooh. my opinion. I think they're going to beat them not by a lot. I think they're going to beat them by a whole touchdown. Yeah. All right, Gabe, yeah. what's that spread? Do you know? Um, it is Dallas is favored by three. Ooh. So you think I Minnesota? I think yes, because I like Adam Thielen. I think he's uh, – is he, I'm pretty sure he played last game. Yes, I'm almost he did. positive. He did. He didn't – the, the Minnesota wide receivers didn't have much production, but, yes, he did play. Well, I think they're going to beat Dallas personally. Uh, they, have, they have a pretty good defense, and I think they're going to win by a solid touchdown. Mm. So. I think that's a good pick. I think that's. I think we all have good locks this week. Yeah. So, today, as we are recording this, college basketball is, has uh, Boy, started. My favorite. I just want y'all to know that I think that the greatest thing in sports is March Madness. Absolutely. I even Absolutely. though it's even though like I'm a baseball guy and the Super Bowl is amazing and all that kind of stuff, the unpredictability of March Madness can't yeah. be beat. Um, and so that. All starts tonight, not March Madness, obviously, but college I wish, basketball I really wish. started tonight. We're in full swing with NBA. Astros just lost to the Nationals. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Um, screw Bryce Harper, hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bryce. I mean, Bryce. Puck the Phillies. <laughs> See what I did there? They beat my Cardinals, man. I, I'm just – they earned it. The Nat- it. I think and the Steven Strasburg opts out of his deal. You know what? Screw Bryce Harper. Steven Strasburg, screw you. Honestly, I, <laughs> honestly though, we were talking about this earlier. It's possible that y'all get Steven Strasburg back, but he's going to want his bag. He's going to want his money. The great thing is he opted out of a four-year, $100 million contract. He's getting the bag. But he wants more, I guess. Oh, no. Jacob, yeah. Jacob, you think he's going to the dads. I think that the dads? Padre, Padres? The dads? You don't know? San Diego Padres. Yes. You said the Padres, didn't you? Yeah. I've never heard do, that either, but he's talking do about you Padres. <laughs> I have <laughs> never <laughs> heard the dads I, I, before. No, I get what you're saying. I get it. Yes, I think that he's going to go to the Padres. Um, I think I think he's going to go to the Yankees. I think it's such a classical Yankees move to get the best player. All the Yankees need is pitching. What about you, Gabe? I think he's going to go to the Yankees also. Hmm. <laughs> I can see it. I think that I he. I mean, but he like we were talking about this earlier. He might go to the Braves. I mean, that yeah. would be that would be huge that would for be the a, Braves. That'd be. A, I think the sexiest pick would be the Yankees. I think a good looking pick would be the Braves. But I think the, the Yankees Braves, yeah. have that that firepower to like that attraction power to get him. But I don't know if they have enough money because they're paying John Carlos Stan and then astronomically large amount of money they're paying all their like starting pitchers because all of them are not homegrown they're all from free agent james paxton stuff like that they're relief pitchers stuff like that and aaron judge Um, is on his rookie contract aaron judge is on his rookie contract gary sanchez is on his rookie contract um gliber torres dd all these guys are on their rookie contracts but the Yankees are if they don't win it within the next year or two, that that nucleus, that core, that get it? Yeah. Nucleus, big word, <laughs> science. 
Turtles can swim, apparently. Not a, not a big question. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> um, that nucleus is going to dissolve. And I think that Aaron Judge is going to get locked down, but Gary Sanchez, I don't think they can lock him down. I honestly don't think they can lock down Didi. But I think that the Yankees next year, I mean, the Yankees every year can win the World Series. It's just them putting it together. Yeah, that's, that's really crazy that the Yankees are going to do it. Um, I think that also that the part uh, not Padres, the Dodgers. You think their window's close? I think the window's close. I think they're done. I think next year is their final year because I'm pretty sure after that, a lot of their con- their contracts for key part. people is like Jock Peterson, somebody who's not huge, but um, Jock Peterson, uh, Corey Seager, stuff like that. They're huge for it. I'm still trying to get into the baseball thing because. Over the past two years, I've actually started to become a baseball fan. And I've always kept up with the Cardinals. But keeping up with baseball, I think, personally for me, is it's like learning something in a, in a classroom at school. Because there's a lot there's – a lot. I feel like there's more moving pieces in baseball, me personally, than there is in any other sport, which is exciting. But it can also get pretty confusing. Yeah. Who do you uh, – who, who do you think is going to win in college basketball this year? I I'm not a college basketball guy. I just love March Madness just because I like the, the idea of like yeah. the unpredictability of well, it. But who do you think's winning college basketball? So I I want to say Virginia is the number one seed. Uh, Duke is four. Uh, Kansas, Kansas is three. Michigan is um, number one. Michigan's Michigan number one. State. Okay. Michigan State. Michigan State. Yeah. Um, the heels. My heels are nine right now. I want to say they're going to go to the national championship game, but they are not. I think they're going to go to the Elite Eight. But that's as probably as far as they're going to go. I love Cole Anthony. I think he's got a lot of uh, potential, but he's probably going to go to the NBA after one season. I'm, I'm interested to see how uh, Cassius Stanley's going to play. I think yeah. Ooh. Because like I've I've seen like some of his reels in high school. Dude, he's an dude, he went to Duke. Like he's got he's got bounce, and like I'm just interested to see like how Mike. Or Zvezdesky, however you say his name. Coach K. Coach K. Coach K. Krzyzewski. I'm interested to see how he develops him and uh, works around his athleticism. Well, the one thing about Coach K is that you can take an average player and put that average player in Coach K's hands and give him about a month or two, and he could probably come out with a really good basketball player. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not a, I, I like college, but I watch college to see the player that, that's going to come to the NBA. And my one eye that my the pro, my NBA prospect is on is Lamella Ball, who's not even in America. He's in Australia. The down under. The down under. Tank for Melo. And so. Hashtag Tank for Melo CLT. People are, a lot of NBA, like, critics are like, Melo's it, man. Like, they're talking about he's like, this one guy was like, Melo's like, the best eighteen-year-old in the world, hmm. and like that's a big statement. Yeah, bro. that's a that's a pretty big statement right there. But I mean, I think I think I think shooting the ball, passing the ball, he is. He he's not athletic. He, like he don't have balance or whatever like that. But like I think offensively, yes, he's the top. He's the top. He's the best eighteen-year-old player in the world. Buddy, hmm. right, can you can you lock him down? I I, th- I know you want to say it. You say what? Can you lock Melo down? I know you want to say it. I can, can you put the clamps I, on I him? can lock Melo down any time of the day. Any time. Yes. LaMelo, if you're listening to this, let's make it happen. <laughs> I'll send, get, all you got to do is pay for my flight to Australia, and we got a game. No, man. I'm pretty sure, sure LaVar got them on a private jet, bro. 
I, yeah, I bet yeah, so. Yeah. Speaking of Jets, <laughs> oh man, this past week, the WWE had a pay per view called Crown Jewel. Me and Adam are big WWE. We are big WWE fans. So what? We're in our twenties, or I'm. Yes, 18. we know it's fake. Leave us alone. <laughs> it's still real. Let to us, us enjoy it. It's still real to us. <laughs> let the hope dry. Let the hope be alive. So Vince McMahon, <laughs> he's trying to broaden the broaden like make it international like pitbull yeah and, like pitbull and he's trying to go to places this this beginning of this year i think what the, the beginning pl- of the year they the did, they went to super showdown which was super in showdown. Uh, australia no that was i'm talking about the saudi arabia one that was last year there was one well there was a saudi arabia pay-per-view this year the beginning of the year there's been three well the crown prince of saudi arabia i'm not going to even Think about pronouncing that man's name. <laughs> um, you know, him and Vince McMahon, they talked about getting a pay-per-view to Saudi Arabia for the people there. And he didn't pay for the first one. And he didn't pay for this last this last Thursday. And I think the two pay-per-views equal up to almost $400 million to $600 million. And that's not anything that you can see. That, that's not. Yeah, that's a lot of freaking money. That can put some kids in college. And buy a couple houses and a couple. A couple. We're talking like, about yeah, giving a I, lot of people. I was to say you can pay off a lot of tuition. You can pay off a lot. But but Vince McMahon was like, okay, so you're not gonna pay us our money. Well, he went to the producers and was like, turn off the live feed for the Saudi Arabian people and their televisions. And the Crown Prince got upset and was like, oh really? Well, yeah. He told the airport not to take the WWE superstars. Back to the United States, and they were stranded there for hours. The only people that got away was Brock Lesnar. I think he had Rick <laughs> <laughs> Brock. Brock Dude. had the private jet, and he took. Uh, I think it was him, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and a couple other couple other people. They went to the United <laughs> States on their private jet, and I'm like, that's the most. Dude, that's Brock the most Brock Lesnar thing I've ever <laughs> heard. Anybody could get out. It was it'd be Brock Lesnar. <laughs> well, but you, that's like that's how. That's not how the like WWE is portraying it. Like I guess they want to kind of save a like if there was a chance for a future show because they're getting a lot of money from that show. They're kind of portraying it now as like, uh, it was like engine failure or like no. the plane was messing up. But that's, yeah. yeah, that's that. I mean, they're trying to cover things up, but the Crown Prince has kind of came out and has been like, yeah, no. I think. So we're gonna do this scenario. You're Vince McMahon. What do you do? No, I'm. <laughs> one, I would probably never go back there ever again. No matter Same. how much money they're paying me Same. or promising that they're paying me, or if they do, if I do go back, it's got to be upfront. Yeah. Um, but I would because probably do the same thing Vince did because, especially like all those, all those, all those superstars like Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt. Um, these guys have families. Like, Bray Wyatt just had a baby. Like, Seth with Rollins, JoJo? With JoJo. JoJo's fine, too, man. But, like, 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 these guys have families. They need their money. They have pe- they're providing for their families. Of course, they're probably okay if they don't get that paycheck. And from also, Arabia, like, we're not still. talking about, like, we're not talking about middle of the card, like, average people. We're talking about the best of the best that in, are coming out in, to this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, dude, WWE is a wild climate right now. Yeah. I think, if I'm Vince. I'm a, like, like we were talking about earlier, I'm, I'm hitting up, I'm hitting up Donald, Donald. Um, I'm gonna just send the Air Force and um, Air Force One. Um, 
I, I think you need to bring some mil- some militant military people because they might go down here. I ain't going. Well, because well because well because of the Saudi Arabia thing. My favorite announcer of all time, Pat McAfee, was on SmackDown. So that got me thinking: What is your favorite? And who's your favorite announcer in all of sports? Or it could just be in anything. Uh Joe Buck. And Vicky D, Dickie V, I can't remember which one's which, Vicky D, because I always love hearing that, are you serious? Yeah, I like that, that is so, a good one. That, that's just that's fun like, for me, because when, you get, when you're into like a, because I get into college basketball, and when I hear his voice, it gets me excited. It really does. I get really excited watching that, and I think he would probably be my number one. I'm going to go Al Michaels. I like his deep voice. Uh, I like John Madden as well. I think they're... I like John Madden because his football knowledge because he's a football coach. Is John yeah. Madden still alive? I think John Madden's still alive. Well, he was like uh. 65 in 2000 when he – you ever seen the early <laughs> 2000 Madden? Yeah. Dude, this man had white hair and looked like he was getting up there. <laughs> my man – no, my man John Madden's good. My man got the color in his hair, man. My man John Madden's still alive. If John Madden died – they would have like they would have to skip that year. They couldn't make Madden that mm-hmm. year. <laughs> you know, I think the world would have to stop for a couple of days. Uh, yeah, have a moment of silence. Moment of silence for every single game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, for me, it it was either between Collins, Collins, Chris Collins, Chris Collinsworth, yeah, or Mark Jackson, because I love me some. Mama, there goes that man. Mama, there, there goes, goes that, that man. man. But I, I just like. Chris Collinsworth voice like it's just like this raspy voice like it just sounds like a football voice I don't know why but I don't know I just like it so I already said my one of my favorites is Pat McAfee but I just love Pat McAfee as a human being yeah um but another one of mine love Joe Rogan Joe Rogan Rogan for the UFC. I love charismatic guys. I really don't care whether they know their stuff or not. As long as they're, like, into it, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. Um, And so Joe Rogan's one. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched UFC UFC 244 the other night, Saturday night. Was it nice? Was Was it Who was that, Nate Diaz? It was Nate Diaz. So it was Nate Diaz versus Jorge uh, Mazdaval. Yeah, they stopped it. They stopped it because, like, Mazdaval was, like, 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 excuse my French, whooping Nate Diaz's ass, and, like, his eye was falling off. And the yeah. doctor was like, well, we're stopping this fight. That, and the that happened this falling off. I'm, pretty <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure that happened the second time Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor fought. Yeah, the doctor – well, because, like, Nate Diaz had these huge gashes in his forehead, and it was, like, getting really, really, yeah. really bad. That is and no like, bueno. And like, the, like the, of course, the New York City fans were upset, but, like – like, what if, like, Mazdaval hit him in the eye one more time and he's blind? Yeah. Yeah. He should thank that doctor. Yeah. Uh, my my other one, he's a he's a WWE guy, uh, Mauro Ranello. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him. He, he also, super charismatic. He also was a rock star, which transitioned into a commentator <laughs> later on in his life, which is awesome because he's just living his best <laughs> life. I'm he's just yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like Morgan Freeman. Morgan I like Freeman. his voice. Uh, Morgan nice, Freeman. He has a nice voice. All right. Now, favorite sports movies. I got to hear it. Let's Dude, hear it. the favorite sports movie? No doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, remember the Titans. I knew it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for yeah, it. Dude, yeah. I love – Dude, remember the Titans to me is top three movies of all time. The, I'll, I'll give it top five. I'll definitely yeah, give, I'll it give it top five. You, uh, same. 
Um, my favorite movie, my favorite movie, uh, The Longest Yard. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. new one, old one. Nobody watches the old one, Jacob. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to know. There's um, two of them. And one of the greatest movies of all time, also, Rudy. Rudy. Oh, good movie. <laughs> apparently, uh, so, fa- fully false. Apparently, Joe, uh, Joe Theismann was like, didn't happen. None like of that, that stuff happened. Like he didn't get a sack at the end. Of the but game. he did get into the game, or he something. he did get into the game. I think he he got into the kickoff and he got into the last defense to play, but he didn't get the sack, and they didn't carry him off the. Well, I think I think they carried him off the field, but like something else happened. Something else. But but apparently, <laughs> like apparently, like the same thing happened in the blind side. Like a lot they, of movie, by the way, they okay. had like a they had like a kind of over exaggeration of how like. Michael oh, Orr yeah. didn't know football, and it's like yeah. Michael Orr came out later and was like, "Dude, I grew up on football. What y'all mean?" <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, no, yeah. I think I was, it wasn't football. Uh, they had an exaggeration of like he was a, like he was like slow, and like he was like I wasn't yeah. slow. He's yeah, like, I wasn't a slow. Oh, kid. really? I, yeah, I was just I wasn't slow. I was just quiet. And dude, for me, have y'all seen a uh, radio? Yes, oh, dude. Radio. I, I, I like radio, banger. dude. I, dude, it's been banger. so long. I can't remember I everything about it. I haven't seen radio since It's been school. a minute, but it, I remember it was a great movie. Check this out. So somebody was radio for Halloween. What do you feel about that? Uh, <laughs> that I don't see a problem with it. As long as you're respectful. Yeah. I don't I mean, know about I, that one. These walk <laughs> He was walking around like drooling with a football. Oh, no, that, that's, that's too much, man. That's too much. No, that's, oh no. my god. Yeah, I don't. I don't know now, about that. I was like, no, I don't know about this one. Yeah, my my favorite movie or a sports movie that I can definitely watch over and over again: Glory Road. Have y'all oh, ever oh, seen it? Yeah. Why you've never, never seen, seen Glory, Road? Glory Road? Dude, it's, what's it about? It's about the Texas Western basketball team back in the 60s that I went against Kentucky in the national championship, and they were the first college basketball team ever to start, to start five flop. black guys five, as yeah. the starting five, and it was such a – I could watch that movie every day for the rest of my life, I think. Yeah. Dude, it is a, a great movie. It's – it's because you haven't watched it, you're not going to agree with me, but, like, it's the it's the basketball – it's the – Remember the Titans for basketball, basically. When it oh, came yeah. out, when it came out it like, in 0- like it. it came out like oh seven, I think. And my dad and I were like, "Oh, let's go see this." And we saw it, and we were like in awe. Like it was such a good movie, dude. I also love Coach Carter. Coach Carter, Coach movie. Carter, yeah. Coach yeah. Carter was Coach really good. Movie, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, like he's his acting in that movie was just really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's another like just high school basketball based on a true story. It's just a like a feel good story, feel good movie. That's one of my favorites. Um, one of mine. It's not kind of a sports movie, kind of a civil rights movie. Uh, like the movie Ali, the story about Muhammad yeah. Ali with mm-hmm. uh, was it Will Smith? I think yeah, I was thinking it was like Will Smith how he did that part. He played that part really, really well. I like that. I like that. I really like the rookie. You ever rookie? seen the rookie? I think a little bits and pieces of the rookie. The rookie was about like a high school <clears throat> baseball coach, which like he was like. He could throw like ninety five, ninety six, yeah. and decided to go yeah. and try to try out for the majors. First of all, first of all, who's just a random guy that can throw ninety five, ninety six miles? Well, apparently, uh, <laughs> well yeah. apparently, like he played in college or something, and then he never got like an offer from anybody, and so he started like on a single A team, then a double A team, and then it kind of worked his way up, and then he finally like pitched in the majors, like one pitch, and then was like, you know what, I'm done. And then went yeah. back to his high school team or something like that. Um, I haven't seen it in a while. Um, another movie, uh, Cinderella Man. Cinderella Dis- Man. Uh, uh, about the boxer? No, uh, 
I'm thinking Cinderella Man and the Boxer is a good movie with Great Depression, awesome movie. There's another movie with this guy he walks on and plays for the uh the Philadelphia Eagles. Disney Channel made it. I it's a pretty good movie, but like the the Philadelphia Eagles were sorry, so the coach was like, How about we just have an open trial for anybody in Philadelphia? And he went and he ran like a like in like sweatpants, he ran like a four five. And like they like took they brought him to training camp. He got beat up pretty bad at training camp because he never hit ever. But like, and he became like one of the greatest like like special team guys. So yeah, honorable mention I think is when the game stands tall. I like that movie, I like the movie. A you lot. know what? I've never watched that movie. Never seen the fantastic I've, movie. The, the I'm also not a big movie guy, by the way. Have you, if Angel, you have you ever seen, seen uh, Angels in the Outfield? <laughs> yes, yeah. I have. That's Great. a good movie. That's a good movie. That's good an one. awesome movie. I love that movie, dude. That was a that was a like a Disney Channel classic. Like it was, it wasn't too serious, but it also had a really good message behind mm-hmm. it. Man, the way the Nationals won the World Series, and we were like nineteen and thirty three at one point. I was like, the Angels must be an outfield. For Honestly, us. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 would turn that around quickly. I bet Mike Trout thinks that, <laughs> wishes the Angels were in the outfield. God, this is the wrong angels. <laughs> Zippy a different Dude, I got a que- I got a question. I got a question. Who is your celebrity crush right now? Dude, you guys would never ever guess. I'm going to pull her up right now. So her she is a Thai and Irish singer. She's an R&B singer and she's really popular in the UK. She was on tour right now actually in the United States. Her tickets are astronomical. They're so expensive. And the closest destination was Atlanta. And I don't know about y'all, but I am driving to Atlanta. I love her, but I don't love her that much. So her name is <laughs> Sinead Harnett. Never and heard of I'm gonna, here, hold on, let me pull up a picture for y'all. I think she is flawless, literally. I think she is flawless. She has the most beautiful voice I've ever heard in my life. Can, can you she, can you tell the story it. of how you saw this girl? So I was scrolling through YouTube one day. Ooh, right. She is bad. It was, she it was uh, I was in the Army. I was like 2017, and I was just like kind of looking at some YouTube videos. And an ad came up, and it just had like a really groovy song. And I was like, this is really – I like that song. So I, t- you know how you find a song, and you type in the lyrics on YouTube in the yes. search bar? Yeah. I found yeah. it, and I it's was – It's like the greatest thing ever. You know one line. You know, one lyric, <laughs> yeah. Bro, I found, you look for it for hours. I found it, and then uh, I got like into it. I was like, I'm gonna learn more about her. And her music is amazing, and she is drop dead gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she's definitely my celebrity crush. I want to hear Gabe's. Y'all already know who it is, mm-hmm. Zendaya. No, <sighs> you know, yeah. she's a little on the taller side. You know, we're about the same. I'm like, I got it like an inch on her, but. If y'all haven't seen Spider-Man Far From Home, she fell for Peter Parker, and he was like two inches shorter than her. her so. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. I'm like, yeah. I you got that. Because, like, oh, geez. Like, the whole movie, I'm like, is she taller than them? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, he's definitely taller. Yeah. Dude, also, Spider- both Spider-Mans, like, have been very good. Yeah. I liked how they – everybody – like, I love how they redid – I think Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man. Absolutely. 100%. I like, Never seen I like how they read did like this part of man. My uh celebrity crush is Mia Khalifa. <laughs> Chill. Oh, come, oh, on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no. My celebrity crush would probably parents, Gabrielle Union. Parents, please don't look that up. Yeah. Please don't parents look, don't look up. up who Mia Khalifa yeah, is. <laughs> uh, um actually did you know that Mia Khalifa has a history degree? 
No, I did not. From the University of Houston, dog. Yep. Like in real life or like. I think real life. Dude, imagine <laughs> being in that class. You're oh learning God. about I, the history pants. of Texas. <laughs> what? I would pit. Like if she was my, if Mia Khalifa was my history teacher and I walked in my first day, I'd be like. What I'll the, be like, nah. Did you say you you would piss would, your pants? Yeah, I'd be excited. As, I would be something. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I don't care. <laughs> I call all the way back. I love you. Daniel, I love you. You know I do, man. Oh, dude, I, Pass this two I mile on the whole company. That I heard a The guide on of the company. But you said uh, Gab Union? Gab, Gab Union. She, I mean. Dude, baddie. Dude. I love Gary Union. She's, that's my girl. She put D Wade, which I think there's the I can't take D Wade. I, I could I could beat up D Wade. <laughs> I could beat up D Wade. I don't know. He shut down uh, Jimmy Butler real quick though. He did shut down Jimmy Butler real quick. I mean, I don't know. Dude. You look like Jimmy Butler, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, I get that at the barbershop, like every time I go. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> okay, Dick, who's your celebrity crush? Oh, uh, my celebrity crush is an oldie but a goodie. Not as an old, old. <laughs> What's the Golden Girls. Like, yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. No, I'm no mine. I've been on this girl since like 2005. Vanessa Hudgens. Woo! Okay, dude. Like that. Vanessa Hudgens, High School Musical one made me realize she that is. I liked women. She is a smoke show. <laughs> she is a smoke show. So you're telling me sure. that. At 2005, See, in 2005, old, I was eight years old. So you like boys? No, I didn't like anybody. I, I was, you don't yeah, know anything when you're eight. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know anything. But 2005, I came out the womb and looked at the nurse that pulled me out. And I said, what's up, baby? So, <laughs> you like what you see? Who is the chick from Spy Kids? Who is the chick Scott. from Spy Kids? When I watched that movie when I was in like pre-K or kindergarten or whatever, I looked at her and I was like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is this is it right oh, here. Spy Kids, good one, too. Yeah, good. That's a classic. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is a bad year for kickers, man. I don't know about y'all. We're going back to the NFL. This is a bad year for kickers. I'm sorry. I've seen Y'all need to stop ragging on Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri Ad sucks. Like. It is a bad year for kickers. Yeah. But more missed field goals, more more missed extra points than I have I think I've ever seen in like a, in a season. And be honest, yeah, it it is a bad year for kickers. The Bears still can't find. Me. I don't I don't want to talk about it. Every time I watch the highlights, I'm just like I don't even want to see the kick. Man, this is just gonna be bad. Uh, you have any more questions for it, Ben? Yeah, yeah. What, what so questions? Y'all yeah. remember church lockins? Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, my favorite memory. Okay, my favorite memory is when what you were you were with us. We were playing the hide and go seek. I don't know who was the seeker, but I went into the uh, the secret church game. No, not no, the, that, we were playing. We were playing like church. hide and go seek or whatever. And I went into the like chapel or whatever, and um, all the musical equipment was under a bunch of covers. And I was like, that's where I'm going to hide. And I went in there and I hid. And I couldn't get really comfortable. And I remember I kind of sat on like a drum chair or whatever. And I sat down and I kind of leaned my head forward. And I just, I stood still for a minute. And I remember somebody coming out, like walking up to me. And I heard them. And they just kind of 
gave me like a, they pressed on my back like twice and then they walked away and that was it. And I stood there the whole, I was like, I was there for like 30 minutes. I was like, they did not see me. What the I heck? did not know where we were going with this because my mom listens to the podcast. I was like, if, if Ben is going to talk about how he broke the drums. He broke something. No, I did not break any drums. I did not break anything. So. Yeah, church lock-ins were it's church, a good memory. Church lock-ins were fun. Yeah. They were pretty fun. Yeah. I remember I time, yeah. it was one of my junior or senior year where we went to – remember that time where we were with Will and we went to that go-kart place? Handover Landing? Yeah. Dude, that. that was – Not Handover Landing, but it was it was Adventure Landing. Adventure Landing. Yeah. I, I failed to remember that. It was super cold. Or, it was super cold. Bro, it was – dude, it was stupid cold that night, bro. Like, ugh. And I had just come from a football game. Oh. So I was sweating. <laughs> Ooh. No, I, I I remember we would go to uh, the NASCAR Speed Park or whatever. Dude, that was lit. Y'all that's don't so know much, about so NASCAR much Speed Park. Park. Conquer, Conquer should have kept that. That yeah, that they place do. was they so do, much but it's outside now. That was dumb. That should have. And it was it was outside. And they was actually like, had a, a section that was inside as well. I and think. now that mm-hmm. I look back on it, that was such a good price. Like it was thirty dollars for an all day pass. Yeah. Like, I'll do it. I'll do it right now. All day for thirty bucks. Crazy. Honestly, and those things can move. Those <laughs> things can move. Those those go karts could move, man. Oh, dude, uh, those were fun. Any any others? Any other questions you got for us? So, I don't remember if y'all ever said this on the podcast. I can't recall, but where did y'all get the name? I can't deal with this. So the story of I can't deal with this podcast is we were at what was the original name for it. Um, it was like the Cookout Boys, or it the was weekly like Square Off. The Weekly Square Off. That was one of the names we thought of. And so, on our first day of like testing the sound equipment, we were kind of going over like what we want to do for the mm-hmm. podcast. Like I was trying to be the one in which was like, "All right, guys, let's do this, this, and that." Mm-hmm. And then everybody's just talking, and my roommates are involved. Yeah, and everybody's like, talking, and you just can't deal and, with this. And I was just like, "Guys, <laughs> I just can't deal with this." And, and then, then the roommate Pat. was like, "Wait, yeah, my, yes. my, my roommate yes. Pat was like, Eureka! Brain blast! Wait a minute! Yes, that that is how we got the name. That's good, man. I'm surprised. Yeah, you guys don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts, other or other podcasts, do you? I listened to the Pat McAfee show. Pat McAfee? Um, I listened to Pat McAfee show very religiously. Um, I listened to uh, Heartland Radio. Um, I've heard we, of that. I've we heard also that. have a sister podcast. Shout out to the Casserole. Um, th- they had me on, so I've been listening the to Casserole. them. Casserole. I'll look that up. I got to look oh, that up. Sister um, podcast. Yeah, sister podcast. <laughs> Even though it's both dudes. But uh, yeah, the, do y'all listen to any other podcasts? I occasionally listen to uh, Bill Simmons. Oh yeah, oh, I've, never, I've never heard of that. He he thinks he knows more basketball than anybody else on this planet. I beg to differ. I think I know more basketball than him. I listen to Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> no, I'm playing. No, you guys need to check out the face. <laughs> Nobody heard that, but like, you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear him? I didn't hear him. No, he said right. Bill O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly is a starch Republican. Oh my gosh. And I, <laughs> no, I don't listen to Bill O'Reilly, guys. I was joking. I don't listen to Bill O'Reilly. Hey, Dad no, still offered me 50 bucks to listen to him for a week straight, so. I would have done it. I'll do that. Yeah, 50 bucks, though? That's like three-hour episodes, and I got to listen to that. That's three-hour episodes? Yes. Now, I will say this. I like the ba- the Basement Yard is my favorite podcast. It's comedy, and it's hilarious. I think you guys would like it. Yeah. Their episodes are probably an, they're either an hour and a half or they're two hours. Do but they talk they, about anything, or is they it kind of just – They talk about some – 
crazy. They, I mean, they're, they're those guys are comedians for a living. So their their minds are just kind of like this constantly. And the things they talk about can range from sports. They've gotten pretty deep on their podcast too. They've talked about like you know religion. They've talked about like what they went through through their personal lives. Because Danny. Uh, is going through like this transformation right now. He's trying to lose a lot of weight and he's, you know, he's struggling with it. And him and Joe are best friends. They've known each other for a while. And like, I, I can, I can relate to those guys. Joe's got my sense of humor. Danny's a funny guy. He posts a lot on, a lot of things on Instagram. That's just hilarious. But I listen to the basement yard. Y'all ever heard of uh, Trevor Wallace? The guy, no, the, the no, white claw guy. Ain't no law. We're drinking claws, baby. I've heard, I've heard of them, but I've never. That, that podcast is called stiff socks. It's a good one. And uh tiny meat gang. Tiny Meat Gang is hilarious. Don't knock it. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Hey, Cody Co and Noah Miller, they are hilarious. <laughs> they made they made some music too. The Tiny Meat Gang is funny. I'm, I'm not kidding. I <laughs> cannot deal with these names. Stiff Socks and Tiny Meat Gang. They don't. And then something in your mama's basement. Uh, <laughs> the the basement yard. Because <laughs> the, yeah, the the story with that's like long, but it's a it's a good podcast. I listen to that. I listen to um. Those three are like my top three right now. And this one, of course. I, I listen to this one pretty religiously. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Yeah, of course. Well, we you, we, we want to hear our, reli- our religious followers' feedback because that is so encouraging to hear that you, you listen to us on a weekly well, basis. Well, I grew, I grew up with Jacob. So when I saw that uh, that post on Insta- his Instagram story, I was like, I gotta give this a shot. Let's let's see what it's about. And the first thing, the first episode was mainly sports, and I knew it was coming because you're a sports guy. And I was like, okay, I can get into this. And then the next episode, <laughs> dude, I'm just surprised the, you made it past the final countdown. Dude, spot. the no, nah, the the next one, I went to the second episode, and I was like. You know what? If they keep this going, I'm gonna keep listening to it. And well, ever well, since then, I kept listening that. to it. So it, I have I have like a routine. Whenever you guys upload, I get up in I get up in the morning because I I got a Samsung because I'm a loser. And I'll go on your Instagram and I'll go on I'll go onto the link and I'll just press play. And then like when I get ready through that throughout the day, or when I'm like I'm playing on my phone or something in my bed, I'll listen to y'all. Appreciate it. Appreciate that, man. That that's that's what's yeah. up. But Finn, <laughs> this is this is our last segment which we find it it's a religious segment not a religious segment what is it's <laughs> <laughs> terrible wording, not a word not terrible a great word but it's all right do you have a pickup line of the week that pick you would up line grace of the us week. with pickup line of the week man i have no, I'd go with the old classic. You're only ten I see, but nah. Oh, I that that one that one's old school, yeah, man. Definitely, definitely. Um I don't know. I don't really use a whole lot of pickup lines, honestly. I got one, man. I got one, man. Go to her and be like, hey girl, you fine. I'm trying to be for the fine woman. What you trying to do? No, you know how I <laughs> no, I've been with my girl I've been with my girlfriend for a year and a half now. Okay, and I remember boy. I remember uh when I asked her out, I said, You're pretty dope. I'm pretty dope. So why don't we just be dope together? How about that? Is that cool? And, <laughs> and that day we started dating, July 29th, man. I'll never forget it. Dude, this yeah. man got locked in, yeah. sketching yeah. my brain. Yeah. Hey, dude, girl, man. I think we got to end on that one because that was pretty dope. Hey, I didn't know what else to do. Hey, we're dope. Hey, you're dope. You're dope. You, the listeners, y'all are dope. So why don't we be dope together? Roll with us. Roll with us. Roll Hashtag roll with us. Hashtag time for mellow. Thank for Melo C O T. All right, guys, y'all have a good week. Bye. We'll see you. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.